Coming at you from the Steel City, you're listening to Poor Man's Podcast, Pittsburgh's premier comedy podcast. Your weekly dose of humor hosted by Chris Hopper and with a new special guest each week. And here's your host, Chris Hopper. Woo! Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Poor Man's Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. Along with me, as always, is Cheech. Hey. Producer Cheech, how are you doing this evening? Hey, Chris. I'm good. How are you? I'm a lot better now that we're here. It's yeah. the best part of our week, right? The best way to get the week. Here we are, off, five, yeah. six, five, live. We're on. We're live on um, uh, YouTube this week. YouTube and Facebook. YouTube right? and Facebook. We're trying to get live on as many platforms as we can. Yeah. Why not? You know, we're we're getting there. Each week, we try to strive to do a little bit better, and I Absolutely. think we, I think we are. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like as you said earlier, if we don't feel like we're getting better, then uh, something's probably not going. Yeah, on, there's you know? a problem with that. But yeah. uh, we have a good show tonight. We have uh, Jason Clark, GM of the Arcade Comedy Theater. Oh yeah, I'm excited to talk to him. We'll talk to him about all things comedy, like we always do. But we always get the comedian's perspective. We don't always get kind of the the management, the 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 other side. That's I, that's like the. So I have some questions written, and that's one of like. The questions I guess I'm most interested in seeing it or getting an answer for is like, yeah. what's that side of things like, you know? Yeah. So um, I'm interested. We'll definitely touch on that. And that. We'll touch on that. New grandpa too. So I'm sure he's going to be, uh, you know. Dudley. Yeah. He's going to be uh, gushing cool. about him. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah so. As he should be. As a good little, yeah. good looking little baby. Grandpas are always, well, I know my dad was super excited, you know. So. Absolutely. He, yeah, he's he's giddy. So we'll we'll definitely bring that up. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, next week we have Brittany Alexis, comedian, coming on. We also have some Bellevue uh, news coming on next week. Uh, we have Councilwoman Sabrina Miller, uh, Jeremy Tiroff is coming on. We're going to talk about. Uh, there's a beer beer fest coming up. Oh yeah. Uh, there's a wine call, crawl beer uh, wine and art crawl. Uh, so we're going to talk about a bunch <laughs> drink, of things. Drink. Yeah. Drink. Oh, yeah. Drink. Well, that, you know, that's why they came here. They I came to the beer, you know. I they know we it. like to drink. Yes, we do. We have our beers. You know what? Let's start with the rundown, Cheech. Let's start with Look it. Look at that. The intro. So that's what we like to do. We like to uh, kind of tell everybody about the guests that are coming on tonight. And then we're going to get into uh, the beards of the week, Cheech. You excited for your beer this I'm week? I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here, we'll give a little. Should we, should we'll we just. A little sh- a little, little, uh, oh, here. We'll, uh, we'll put you back on. We'll put you back on. I'm sorry. We'll give him a little sneak peek. There we go. Yeah. And then we'll do the stuff to do in Pittsburgh as we always, always do. Uh, they have, I think, five things this week. So a lot uh-huh. to choose from. And then if we have some talk uh, time after, More we have uh, a lot to talk about. We had we had an eventful afternoon, Cheech. That we did, man. It was uh, a hell of a time. I'm 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 excited. We're I'm I'm ready to talk about it. But yeah. before we before we do that, I always get ahead of myself and I always forget the uh, the obvious ones. We are here from Five Six Five Live in Bellevue. Uh, I definitely stop down. We say it every week. It's awesome. They do comedy here on Thursdays. They do music Friday, Saturday. So stop down there. It's 565 Live, uh, 565 Lincoln Avenue. Go around back, and it's downstairs. So definitely stop in uh, for music or comedy sometime. Cheech, you want to give your beer a taste? Yeah. I can get I get to drink the whole thing this week, too. That's and exciting. I'm excited. I, it's been way too long. Tell everybody what you have. So... I have Alien Champagne from Grist House. 
Yes. It's a fruited sour coming in at four and a half. Uh, what's in it, though? Uh, mango and grapefruit. Yeah. Yeah. So You know me. You know I love my sours. Yeah, give it a try. I'm excited. While you taste yours, I'm going to tell everybody about mine. I have Mammoth from Brew Gentleman. Brew Gentleman has some good stuff. They had that General Braddock IPA that I really liked. This is a double IPA, a blend of American hops. Cheech, it's 8.5%, and I'm excited to get into that. That sounds... You gave me a Coors Light, and you got 8.5%. Hey, Cheech, you know what? Uh, I don't know what to do. This you, is, this I'm is really an IPA good. guy. You like a sour. I do like my sours. You know, I have been drinking... I think we talked about this <clears throat> maybe last week or the week before. Uh, I've been drinking a whole lot of IPAs lately. Oh, I have. You been. did tell me that. Yeah, and I definitely didn't drink, remember. It's the I've been drinking the Southern Tier eight days a week and Founders all day. Yeah, and those are both good. Those are both like four and a half or five percent anyway. Yeah, that eight days a week. That's it's lighter. Just, yeah, I think it says right on the can, infinitely drinkable, and it definitely yes, is. it does, and yes, it is. Now, Cheech, Chris, all the beers we do each week are always delicious. Yes, they are. But we needed a way. To kind of separate what's just good and what's above average, what's impeccable. That we did. We didn't feel <laughs> that we had a a proper way. Yeah, how, I mean, how can really you really judge? gauge? They're that. all good. We but say we every week to, we need to yeah. separate the. We say every the week they're good the and they always are good. Yeah, they always are good. I haven't had one that I didn't like yet, but we found a way to kind of separate. And the way I I told you earlier. Similar to like a chef with a Michelin star. Like you're already in the club. It's just how good are you? Are you yeah. one, two, three? You know. Right. So we found a way. And iron- ironically enough, we have a chef involved, Cheech. <laughs> um, I don't know if he's a chef, man. So the way we're going to describe this is uh, with one of our favorite chefs, with Guy <laughs> Fieri. We have the Guy Fieri Richter scale oh, of flavor. I love it. Now, <laughs> this is why you need to watch on uh, Facebook on, yeah, Live and you YouTube really now. You have to watch to the videos, like man. This is, yeah, you got to see this. I've created, uh, well, Cheech and I have created the Guy Fieri Flavor Richter <laughs> Scale. Now there, it's better. It's better uh, like seeing it right now <laughs> than seeing it last night before it was like you know what I mean. And I, oh my God. I had this thought and then it came to me and then all uh, all of a sudden I just worked on it. So number one, Fuck. you know, we have gangster, which is you know just that's run of the mill. I mean, not run of the mill. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's passable. It, right, you're yeah. there. Number two, we have Out of Bounds. Uh, that's a step up. I, I, like I said, we're going to post a picture with it um, that you can look uh, on on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. Uh, you know, so you could, you know, play along at home. Um, and then we have Shut the Front Door, number three. He's getting more into it. And then Cheech, the top of the list, the pinnacle. <laughs> Flavor Town. Flavor Town's number one. And Cheech, no joke. Uh, that flame shirt guy's wearing in that picture yeah. uh, have the exact same shirt I wore in middle school. Uh, probably while you were walking down the hallway <laughs> with a real big fish on CD oh, playing in your I'm Walkman. all about ska. It's weird that you, you bring are, that up. Well, that's not weird because I've been weird. playing it all day. Yeah, also, all there's a few that. things that just make me happy. Ska music does that. These and, yellow sunglasses. And tinted yellow things. Yeah. I love them. You look so good. I them. love them. It makes everything look happier You to me. don't even look like Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> yeah. Not even that's, a little bit. So if you had to rank your beer based on the Guy Fieri Flavor Richter scale, the GFFRS, for sure. <laughs> if you had to rank your beer this week, what do you go with? 
What do you go with, Cheech? <laughs> You're shut just thinking. The front door. You go shut the front door. <laughs> wow. Not that it's, that should surprise me no, at all. Now that I'm seeing really myself good. in the camera, I look like uh, there was like a relief pitcher for the Cardinals a couple <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I look like, exactly like him. Oh my god. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, let me let me taste mine again. Yeah, You're gonna I'm, shut I'm the front shut door. The front door. Yeah, it, it's very it's really flavorful, but it's super light too. Yeah. So like the problem with some sours is that they can be like maybe too sweet or too just yeah. like overpowering. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a nice mellow. It's good. I feel really good. Good. And this mammoth, this is this is good for an 8.5. Like, there's some things I factor in because some of the, the higher ones, you, people might not like as much or some more bitterness and yeah. stuff. I'm a big fan of this. I'm, I think, also at Shot the Front Door. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, these are some winners. Yeah. This week, <laughs> they're for sure imagine. some winners. Yeah. They, Shut <laughs> the front door. <laughs> it reminds me of those old Orbit commercials. <laughs> like, dirty Son mouth, biscuit eating yeah. bulldog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheat. Oh, so we're, we're going to post the, the Richter scale for That needs to be posted at home. On, on social media and all that yeah, for, we'll for everybody for sure to see because that. That, that needs to be. In every household. Oh, I agree. Like, that needs to be become a, uh, you know... It's a state household name, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, Cheech, let's get into uh, stuff to do in Pittsburgh, right? We have... Uh, yeah, Jason's going to be here soon, so let's get into the stuff to well, do in Pittsburgh. And uh, we'll play that, and then we'll discuss that. And then uh, we, we have some good stuff to do. Yeah, we have a couple other things that uh, we need to get into, that's for sure. Cheech, give me one second. I'm working this. If anybody's yeah. watching it, I... Uh, I'm, he's, he's editing. I'm on editing the, fly. the video as we're going, so I want it to look good for everybody. So, Cheech, at your leisure, please go. All right, here we go. Hey there, Pittsburgh. It's Michelle with Stuff to Do in Pittsburgh. Coming at you with the weekend event rundown. First up, we have Gimme Gimme Disco, a dance party inspired by ABBA. Um, it's going to be at the Roxanne Theater on Friday from eight to ten. Don't miss out because it's going to be a lot of fun. Up next, we have a guided wine tasting tour at Mindful Brewing. So you get guided and drinking rosé and bubbly wine. It's going to be tasty. There's going to be three tastings, a light snack, and 10% off your purchase of four bottles of wine. And that's on Saturday, 1 to 4. Uh, the Pit Dance Marathon is on Saturday as well, and you can dance the night away for a great cause. It benefits the Children's Miracle Network Hospital and they provide critical life-saving treatments and health care services for children. Um, up next, we have our Botanical Garden Extravaganza. It's a pink carpet event hosted by Yen Kind Arts Media and features Toki's treats. Um, formal attire is required, so get dressed up and have a great time on Saturday from 6 to 11. And last up, I did want to talk about Drinking with Shakespeare. Uh, they will be performing a Midsummer's Night Dream and uh, it's a classically trained cast, and they are uh, a touring company, and then afterwards they'll discuss the process of acting Shakespeare's works while on stage drunk, and it's going to be so hilarious and fun. You don't want to miss out. It's part of the Pittsburgh Humanities Festival lineup, so uh, get your tickets, and you can also go see some other amazing local Pittsburgh uh, community leaders, academics, and change makers. So have a great week and weekend. There we are. Stuff to do in Pittsburgh. The wonderful ladies at Stuff to do in Pittsburgh. Uh, they always kill it every single week, so we're so thankful to be teamed up with them. Cheech, anything stick out to you out of that group? 
<laughs> I just got to touch on the topic that we discussed earlier. It's like, what do you do? What What do you do in Pittsburgh? You drink. You fucking drink, <laughs> yeah. dude. Everything it is. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's no. every but, week. Um, no, I I thought that it all kind of sounded good. Honestly, all it all was. Uh, interesting it, it kind of caught my attention the the guided wine tasting yeah the guided wine, a wine t- have you ever had like a pairing no, dinner no with that, like I've, oh. I've cooked for them yeah but they're I'm like sure. i don't ever you know i, don't they're, get to they're, taste I always the like serving and, like, them all that shit so yeah it'd be cool to i, I don't know much about wines so i went to seven springs cool, and so. did a tasting dinner Oh, and nice. don't remember past the second course. <laughs> that's what, wine I, that's tasting. what yeah. uh, a I lot definitely of had say. happy hour beforehand. Yeah. Drinking with Shakespeare. That sounds interesting. That sounded hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm interested to hear about that. If they just kind of, if it's a, like a drunk history kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Because that's always <laughs> I'd be, interesting. I'd be down for that. Yeah. That's, that's but funny. they all sound good. If you're, if you're interested in anything you just heard, uh, click through our link in the info for stuff to do in Pittsburgh. Uh, they have their weekend guide. I highly recommend clicking through that. They have more information. If you need to know prices, location, anything like that, just click through there. Uh, and they have all the information. So we'll post that. And uh, Cheech. Yeah. Let's uh let's uh wrap this up for a minute because Jason's here. Okay. So let's wrap this up. Sounds we'll good. We'll come back with him and uh, stay tuned. I'm Suits, and you are listening to Poor Man's Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. We're here at Five Six Five Live with guys Jason Clark, uh, GM from Arcade Comedy Theater. Thank you right. for uh, taking the time to join us tonight. No, I appreciate it. I thank you for uh, having me down and uh, looking forward to uh, let's let's have a good talk. Yeah, have absolutely. Yeah. Um, and as I was telling Cheats, we, we were discussing this before you got here. Uh, and new grandfather. Yeah. yeah. So congratulations. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I was telling yeah. him yeah, we'll probably man. touch on that uh, more than anything. No. Nah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you seem yeah. pretty excited. I, I'm very, no, I'm very excited. It's, uh, yeah, nice. Yeah. nice. <laughs> uh, very exciting. I mean, I didn't really know what to expect. Yeah. First grandchild? You know, first grandchild. Oh, yeah. that's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, and, you know, I just, I kind of keep, a, I keep myself guarded yeah, with, yeah. Big, with things. You yeah, know, anything, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever I'm involved in, if it's a big thing I'm excited about, yeah. I got to just keep keep it down <laughs> yeah. and then once the time comes yeah. and it's like in the moment and the emotion of it and uh the, the, the biggest thing anyone's surprised i tell them is i, I didn't cry like, yeah i didn't i'm a crier oh and, and um i walked in and it was you know my son and i we pulled up they live in connecticut yeah so my son and i uh drove up and uh you know i looked at him as we get pulled into the driveway and i'm like we're about to go meet a new human being. Yeah. Like a brand new person yeah. that's, you know, our family. It's yeah. It's pretty amazing. I get excited. I love babies. I have two kids and yeah. I'm, I'm a crier too. I will cry at anything. Like if you put a Pixar movie on, I'm done. Oh yeah. <laughs> and like when my first son born, I was like, I'm going to be a mess. And then I was just too like focused on like, yeah. oh my God, like what? Yeah. I'm responsible for a human being, but it's just Forever. so excited. And Forever. it's, I know my parents, like my parents love being grandparents. Yeah. And it's always nice having good grandparents and stuff. So. Yeah, that's the thing of like, you know, all the, I call them the OGs. The, yeah. The, uh, the <laughs> folks in my life that are, um, <clears throat> that are grandparents, you know, and it's, they always, they always tell you that, you know, it's just like the, you can't really anticipate what it's going to feel like. Yeah. And, and what that bond is. But the most powerful thing was watching my daughter become yeah. a mother, like yeah. watching that mother, do- that mother child bond. Mm-hmm is is really something special it, it, but especially seeing it from your daughter yeah i uh, it, it it's it's absolutely i mean it was just the it way was, that you're putting it man is 
very like it makes my insides happy. You know, what yeah. I mean? right, yeah. Yeah. it gives yeah. me a warm fuzzy feeling inside. Oh yeah, yeah. we are the gushiest guys I can't ever. Fucking so, wait, yeah, yeah. Dude. We were talking earlier because we I took him with me to pick up my kids, and we were just talking about it. I'm like, I love being a dad, and all I can't stuff. wait, it's, man. It's, it's I mean, I can I can yeah. wait a couple of years, but yeah. like I, I'm also like you know, fuck yeah, yeah like yeah. let's do this. Yeah, man. I was a young dad. You know, I was 20, 23. That's how I've yeah. Right on, so it was <laughs> yeah. it was definitely sort of what you said. You yeah. Know, that when 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 the baby was born, it was like you're just having to be like this whole moment of all these things happening. Yeah. And you don't really fully appreciate it. And that was like the biggest thing that I could send to my son-in-law. You know, when she was in labor, it was just like take a moment, man, and just sort of take it in and, yeah. and remember this because it comes so quick. Yeah. And. Um, every priority in your life changes in an instant yeah. and for the good, for yeah. the better. Yeah. You become a much better person overall when that happens. To for you. sure. Yeah, sure. But let's get into some of the comedy stuff. That, All right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Enough, I definitely, enough of the family stuff. Uh, yeah. My wife, my daughter. <laughs> you boring guys family. Tune, you guys can tune <laughs> out, unfollow yeah. their page. Can I ask one question that it, I, like, I have to ask? Yeah. I, I saw it, his name is Dudley, right? It is, yeah. So is that does that have anything to do with like Harry Potter and all that? <laughs> no. I, my uh, family yeah. is a huge fa- Harry uh, Potter no, family, no, so like no. that's the first place my head went. I was like, oh, that's it's a, that's it, tight. It's like, a family name on my. Oh, that's even side. okay. So, so that's yeah. even better. You know, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's exciting. It, oh, it was yeah. one of those things that were just like. Dudley, because you start going through that game of like, you know, the name and, like, <laughs> yeah. and how yeah. is this? And it's not a common name. Yeah. And um, and uh, as soon as I seen his little face, I'm like, yeah. oh, that's a Dudley. No, that, yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> that's I love Dudley, the name, yeah, man. That's yeah. Dudley, yeah. man. Yeah. It's yeah, like, that's cool. I love the name. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. It's yeah. awesome. That fits. That's right fun. That's nice. Uh, but I did want to get in, I guess the uh how do you get into comedy like tell us a little bit about your background um and how you got started in into the comedy world i guess um yeah i um i was in um i ran big box retail stores for mm-hmm. 17 years oh okay and uh that old uh i reached beginning a, i re- yeah i reached a point where it was just you know you know you sort of get that point where you're like i need to find something in my life that, yeah that speaks to me that that gives me some sort of release and yeah. makes me feel good because yeah. for 60 to 70 hours a week 52 weeks a year my soul is being <laughs> yeah. sucked from me <laughs> yeah. for 17 years yeah <laughs> um so and, and you know my wife and i are um you know both big fans of comedy mm-hmm. and um it was at the same time that my both of my children were older so we didn't need to be around as much and they didn't want us around yeah. so so my wife and i were just you know hey let's we have a we can go do things now and yeah. you know you know alexis was old enough to watch you know my younger son my son and and um we found the arcade comedy theater through the fact that um my wife's cousin is gab Benesso. Okay. So that's that's so we would go and see Gab throughout the city, you know, watching her, and then she was doing a uh, a benefit show at the arcade mm-hmm. um, with um, a bunch of them, like Missy Moreno, Abby Fudor. Yeah. Um, you know, there were these folks that when I walked in, as soon as I walked into the arcade for the first time, I I felt like this weird like connection yeah. you know i'm looking for something to bring joy to my life yeah. and this place just screamed joy yeah. you know yeah. and um so we you know we went in and we watched the show and uh and gab 
we waited for her afterwards in the lobby and Gab came out and they had cards on the table that said, you know, they, they had comedy classes. So yeah. um, Gab came out and I said, um, this place has comedy classes. I've always wanted to try stand up. Like yeah. I've always wanted to just do it one time and see what's up. And um, I'm thinking maybe I should take a class. And Gab just said, bullshit. And she's like, yeah. you don't need to take a class. I have a monthly um, show at the Brillo box and next month you can be on it and have five minutes. And I had no idea what that meant. Like you had never done it at that point. No, I've never done it. I've done a lot of like public speaking. I've, I've, I've I've spoken in front of a lot of people in my corporate. So you're comfortable behind a microphone. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But not like I could be funny with corporate work, you know, when I'm talking to funny for the guy giving the speech at the the lecture. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, um, yeah. Not your night at the Apollo. Yeah. Not right stuff. So, um, you know, I came up with, uh, you know, one story, you know, I've always enjoyed storytelling comics. Yeah. Um, they're all storytellers. I yeah. mean, it's just how they, how I enjoy a certain structure of a storytelling right. show, a Mike Birbiglia style. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And um, <laughs> so I just, I grabbed one. I love Mike Birbiglia. Oh, yeah. He yeah. Got me, Mike, Mike, Mike Birbiglia and Hamilton got me through 2020. Oh, so my God. Thank, you came to the right guy. <laughs> thank God for jokes. Yeah. Is just, uh, uh, it's it's just, a, to me, it's a masterpiece. Yeah. I, I just, for this, for the style of comedy stand up that I I love it all Mm -hmm. I respect every type of stand up comedy that's out there doesn't mean that I like it you know what I mean it speaks to somebody it just doesn't speak to me and that's fine yeah you know but um went and did that it's like any kind of art it's like music or anything you can respect all of it but you know i don't have to listen to that i respect the art of a a country musician right right i will never be able to be turned to that side of music right you know what i mean i I respect ska but i'll never listen to it every day right just mondays cheech (laughs) only mondays there's something about ska music that just makes me happy because i feel like it's just it's just goofy good feeling music yeah, like yeah. I've never frowned and listened to ska. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I'll have to do I bought that. these yellow sunglasses earlier uh, because I, I, I remember wearing them younger and it just making me happy. And I was like, you know what? Ska makes me happy and these yellow sunglasses make me happy. I'm going to do it today and see how it feels. I said, you know what? I had a good day, Cheech. So, you know <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, I know you did. It's the little things <laughs> for me. We had a great day. Yeah. Good deal, uh, but uh, so for the for the arcade, yeah. What what kind of makes it different? What may what do you like about it? Um, I mean, what makes it? Is there anything that makes it different than say a different comedy club? Oh, oh yeah, without a doubt. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. yeah, just so tell first yeah, and foremost. I mean, understand it. Is, it's truly a theater. Yeah. It, it, we are an arts organization. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, when we start, when it all started ten years ago, I was I started volunteering with them not long yeah. after my first time getting up on stage, yeah. and that was my goal. After I did it, right after I did that show with Gab, yeah. it was like it was the greatest drug. I yeah. had. and you hear people say that, and that, and 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 it's so true. Yeah. I mean, we all everybody says it because it's so true. There was nothing that that there's nothing that can replace that energy back yeah. and forth yeah. between a group of people and yeah. yourself. So, um, my goal was just to perform at the arcade one time, and that was all I wanted to do. And um, and then um, I got I was there. We were there all the time. We loved yeah. it. There were times where it was just my wife and I in the audience mm-hmm. in those early days. Yeah. Um, and I just looked around and said, I I can definitely help out. 
Yeah. I'm willing to do whatever you need to build things. You need to paint things. You need to whatever. And, and I sort of, started volunteering on the operations side of everything. And then, um, and then the opportunity just arose and I grew with the organization, you mm -hmm. know? So, so, but what, yeah. So what, what makes it so special is the fact that what we are focused on is comedy. Yeah. So what differentiates us between a club, you know, the, the club side of the business, which the club side of the business is absolutely essential to our business. Mm -hmm. Their business model is just so vastly different from what we are looking to accomplish. Okay. What we're looking to accomplish is to, is to continue to grow this art form and cultivate and incubate mm -hmm. artists to give them stages to to do whatever it is that they want to do in comedy. Mm -hmm. And so when you look back 10 years ago, we're about to um, have our 10 year anniversary next February. When you look at the impact that this small organization has had in the art scene and more importantly, helping the 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 large art scene right the 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 cultural trust mm -hmm. and, and all of these these theater companies that have existed in Pittsburgh for twenty plus thirty plus years, not, all we wanted to do was sit at the table. Yeah. We wanted them to recognize that comedy is a one of the truest forms of art. Yeah, spoken word, you know. So so that in in itself is what. It, it just at its core is what our mission is. So every day it's us focusing on how to be better for the artists in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and through education and being able to have the classes and watch new talent come through there. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. To watch. So what kind of classes are there? So are there's like a writing kind of workshop or is there improv? What can people? Yes. So there, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we have a little bit of everything, but it's so. it's it's folk. It's rooted in improv and stand up. Those are our two yeah. two core classes, mm -hmm. um, and then you have uh, sketch writing that we don't offer every session, but yeah. we um, generally every other um, session, and then um, uh, TV writing that we do online um, mm -hmm. right now. Um, we offer that periodically and then just general workshops so yeah. and there's other things that we're continuing to look at when it comes to the academy you know our, my academy director robin hitchcock and i you know we work very close together of sort of understanding of like how much more can we put out there for people to just understand this art even more you know even the idea of workshops focused on production and how to produce a show yeah because that's what's different too yeah that's the idea that when you see our calendar in 2019, we had 527 individual events that happened in our building Okay, between shows, classes, workshops. Mm -hmm. um, when you see those things and you see, especially the shows, the majority of those shows are presented by us. Okay. okay. We're not producing them. Mm -hmm. They have their own producer. And you're so, just kind of a venue? And we're their venue. Okay. Yeah. And so so that's where it is that we're presenting. And then we do have a handful of things that we do produce. Like when you see Level Up Stand Up, Out right. of Order Stand Up, on the stand-up side, those are, those are the shows that we're producing. But what we do is we turn to local Pittsburgh comics mm -hmm. and we say, this is your show for the next three months. Book it. Okay. And you get a taste of what it's like to produce a show without any real overhead for you. 
Yeah. Right. And then the goal there is for when they get to the end of their three month run, they then want to produce their own show with us. So yeah. you'll see Eric Nesby will be. Yeah, yeah. He'll be announcing his own show that he's going to produce at the theater. Eric's great. He's amazing. We love Eric. Eric is Eric's one of the real ones. You see him. <laughs> Eric up. came on uh, in December and he was great. And I wanted to talk to you. We just saw. I Well, at least I just saw. Uh, the one show, I think it was last weekend, that uh, Mike Travers headline one and Marcus Cox, I think, headline mm-hmm. one. Uh, Brandy Alexis is coming on next week. There were all, there were some some those were some lineups. Yeah, um, that at the Greer Cabaret Theater. Yeah, at the, for the trust. Yeah. Um, so that's a thing that I've been working on with um, the the individual that runs the Greer. Oh, okay. For the for about two years. Yeah. So we um, we worked first before the pandemic even happened. Mm-hmm. We were already discussing what that could look like because giving opportunities for more people to see comedy on a bigger scale and also rewarding our local comics with an opportunity yeah. to play a bigger room because you have you have the arcade. And where is the trajectory? What does every stand-up comic want to do? They want to get a hosting weekend at the Improv. Right. They want to feature for, for you sure. know whoever. Yeah. Um, but that in-between space of getting you ready yeah. to perform in front of 450 people potentially. Right. Or you look at someone like Suzanne Lawrence that opened up for Tignataro in front of 865 yeah. people. Like, how can I through the arcade continue to give those bigger opportunities to get them more ready for whatever they want out of this comedy career. Yeah. So yeah, the Greer show, um, it's presented by, by the arcade and I work that independent of oh, okay. the programming department, Mike Rubino and Nia Johnson. Mm-hmm. So I will book that. Uh-huh. So I book those shows and, um, you know, we're testing it out. You know, it would be great to have a, a, an arcade series yeah. um, in a venue like that and also have the opportunity that when the programming department um, hits a wall with, you know, bringing in a comic from New York or L.A. Right. because of venue size, well, is it possible that we can find a larger venue? But that's not really what we're, you know, the outside, you know, those folks coming from that are at that level. It's really not yeah. our wheelhouse. Right. So, but it's just looking at those potential things for growth that are I kn- exciting. I know from a lot, from just talking to some local comedians, a lot of people's complaints are they don't care about the local comedian at a lot of places. Yeah. And that seems like that's, exactly what you want to do is kind of yeah. see the local guy and then anyone who's interested like let's find that growth and, and work with the people who are here and, yeah and i mean it's there's it's, talent here it, there is a lot of i <laughs> yeah. mean it's i wouldn't you know it, it it became a point for me that i was having um more enjoyment coming out of the business of comedy uh, yeah. not more but equal to being on stage i love to be on stage yeah but the business and, and and me being able to step back and see a moment in a local comics career that they get to open for one of their idols or influences, you know, Suzanne Lawrence getting to open. I cry. I mean, I just told you I didn't cry when <laughs> yeah. I see my grandson yeah. for the first time. I cried in my garage talking to Suzanne about that. Yeah. Like it was magical. And I feel that for them. Yeah. And I want to open those doors and I want to use the opportunity to first and foremost, I want the local comics to feel 
that they can continue to grow if they want to go this route. You know, Colin Chamberlain started out with an arcade comedy theater stand-up class. Yeah. And within a couple of years, he was teaching it. Oh, wow. And then the next thing you know, he's doing everything that he's doing, and he's in New York City, and we'll be seeing him on The Late Show, before The Tonight Show, before we know it. Yeah. Like, that's a reality, and, I can, and we can step back and say, Pittsburgh can make this happen. But we're also seeing Pittsburgh as a destination yeah. for large, large acts. I mean, if you look at what Drusky Entertainment is doing in Pittsburgh, you know, when they're bringing Taylor Tomlinson, yeah. when they're bringing Eliza, when they're bringing Mark Marin, Hannah yeah. Gadsby, yeah. I mean, Tig Notaro, like these are mega, mega. Yeah. These are people that do hours on TV. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and that's where it's like, hey, Pittsburgh is on a lot of people's radar as being a place where they get comedy and they love comedy. And, yeah. you know, and, 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 and as Pittsburghers, that's, you know, that, that we're funny. We what, enjoy it. What is your kind of uh, thoughts on the Pittsburgh comedy audience? Cause we, mm -hmm. like I said, we get a lot of the comedians perspectives, mm -hmm. but I want to get yours who kind of has, the crossover who knows some stage stuff and also some of the, the business stuff. Yeah. Um, every room's different. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, it's just comparing a club audience to an arcade audience. Yeah. You know, a lot of times when you hear comics talk about a show at the arcade, they're going to talk about how the audience is there for comedy. They're there for comedy. Yeah. There's not a group on. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? There's, yeah. there's not, right. a, there's not yeah. an email coming out to you. Um, telling you you can come see whoever for free this <laughs> yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. And people are like, oh, I'll go check this out for free. Right. The people that are coming through our doors, they're fans of comedy. They're respecting the, the yeah, art. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so there, there's that difference there. And then geographically, you start getting into different audiences. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you travel yeah. <laughs> 12 miles out of the city limits, yeah. and you've got a completely different yeah. audience that in some cases, as an artist... I'm going to do certain material yeah. in the city, but I won't do it in Fayette oh, yeah. County. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because right. I'm working with a booker and I'm not going to, you know, whatever. But, um, you know, it, it's it's the audiences here at the end of it all. They just they want to be entertained. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just, um, you know, it's just finding that you can find rooms that are just with true comedy fans mm -hmm. and that's what the arcade has so for people that want to find a show at the arcade mm -hmm. uh what can they expect on the average week like what what shows mm -hmm. uh on the weekend what what do you offer for the audience right so it's you know the the biggest thing to understand is we're all things comedy so you know it, you know we're the home for it in pittsburgh yeah. there's there's not another stage in pittsburgh where you're going to find on a weekend you could see a, a sketch show yeah you could see a, an incredible uh, improv show. Yeah. Uh, you can see a themed improv show, whether it's live Dungeons and Dragons with Knights of the Arcade. Yeah. That is an epic <laughs> show to watch. And even if you're not a D&D &D fan, they've been the, long, they're the longest yeah. running show we've ever, that we've had. Um, and then you're going to see potentially a local stand-up show showcase mm -hmm. where you're potentially going to see somebody that has some credits like Nori Davis that was just in okay. like Nori Davis is going to be a superstar. And, and when I tell people is like, you need to be able to see these comics in this setting. Yeah. Now do it now. Because yeah. you're the next time you're going to be in an 850 seat theater. Yeah. So, so, so that's what you could find, uh, you know, at any time, any weekend uh, there's um, you know, it's so fluid 
and it's uh, yeah. it's pretty amazing. And it's been amazing to see some of the the online content that was created during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, we can we can look at the pandemic and really now as we're at this stage of it, we need to be able to step back and look and see from an artistic standpoint, the, the silver linings that came out of that, you know, I seen an improv community, um, that we, we, we shut the lights out on March 12th and then following weekend, we had our first show that was online and it was nights of the arcade on Twitch Uh and everything was donation based. We did online programming every week of 2020, even when we were doing our live outdoor stuff, we had, we, every, every week, except for the Christmas holiday, uh, week we did not program anything for that and it was just watching folks build a whole new toll chest yeah. you know they were working on character work and different things that maybe on stage they weren't and then a couple of those shows then made the transition to now our very popular monthly or bi-monthly stage shows yeah. live they took it from your computer and put it on stage and seeing those artists create and become these 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 just forces of creativity coming out of all coming to this point of it yeah it was pretty amazing to watch that is one of the like you were saying a silver lining from all of that is like maybe they did take some time and you wouldn't have addressed something or thought about something that you wouldn't have before mm-hmm. and now that i have this time maybe i will think of something different or try something new the whole reason we started this podcast back up is because of that i worked in a restaurant she's yeah. works in a restaurant yeah. now we have some time off let's uh let's do something and uh you know yeah it comes out of that so what are some things that you'd like to see going forward for the arcade and uh like with the other stuff that you said you were doing i you know as we continue to look you know at the next five years you know as we approach 10 and um you know, I think that we have to be able to continue to have our focus on ensuring equity on our stages. Mm-hmm. We have to continue to grow and learn and get better, um, um, figuring out different ways to um, combat different um, barriers that keep people from being able to enjoy and do our art, whether that is continuing and growing our diversity scholarship program that has been an amazing success for us, for our academy and for our stages. Mm -hmm. Um, Just bringing more diverse, beautifully talented individuals with a whole other mindset about comedy. And it's, that has to be our continued focus. It's just, is, is giving more and more opportunities to everybody to enjoy as an audience member or to get up on stage and do so for me, that's the biggest thing that needs to continue to grow and change. And, you know, um, I've always said, I want the arcade to be thought of on a national level. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, we, we do here in the world of improv theaters, you know, that, you know, you hear UCB, obviously you can talk second city and then groundlings. Right. And there's some other more notable ones that just aren't as known as that. You know, I, I, I want I want the arcade to be thought of as a place where artists are treated the way that artists should be treated mm-hmm. um, in a facility that is beautiful, 
yeah. um, and can take care of uh, growing the future of, of, of the art scene here in Pittsburgh with comedy and, you know, and, and go from there. But, you know, um, we have to embrace technology. We have to find new ways of, of getting comedy out there. You know, um, yeah. there's a lot of uh, different ways that that can be done and, um, you know, continuing to, um, to develop on those things. I think those are critical to us to continue to, you know, freshen up and continue to change with the times. And we're, we've, we've shown that over these last two years. Uh, we were the first, we were the first organization in Pittsburgh to do anything in person outdoors. Oh, we were the uh, very first. Yeah. So we, said we didn't want to be the first to do any. We want to sort of sit back yeah. and be the second yeah. sometimes. <laughs> um, but we knew that we needed to get our artists and we needed to get outdoors and we needed to do comedy. You know, yeah. we, we hate outdoor comedy as, as artists. We've always <laughs> said we've never been a part of a good outdoor show, but the staff, we sat in the, in the room together and just looked at each other and said, yeah, but we've never produced outdoor comedy. Yeah. And we did 42 very successful shows. Oh, wow. Um, you know, culminating with Mike Kaplan in front of 115 people, oh, really? you know, outside and uh, Zambelli fireworks going up over yeah. his head. We just timed that perfectly with yeah. Pirates Fireworks yeah. Night. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I yeah. was going to say Fireworks Night. It couldn't have been a oh, win. It was, it, was, it was amazing. I woke up that morning and we had that show and it was, we, we rained out the night before. So we pushed yeah. all those tickets to the second night. Yeah. And it was on the, um, it was over there um, on, uh, it was the Allegheny Overlook, the, the Pittsburgh Downtown Partnership. Oh, Oh, really? yeah. And they had the, you know, they had a beer garden and food yeah, trucks yeah. and it was shut down for like the whole summer and, um, just this big stage. And, um, I woke up that morning and seen it was fireworks night and I'm like, Oh, that's pretty dope <laughs> yeah. because it's right, because the stadium is right across yeah. the river. And, um, right before the show, I'm, uh, you know, backstage in that area. And I see a guy with a Zambelli shirt yeah. and a fireman's hat on ball cap. I'm like, this is their safety. Yeah, yeah. So I walked, I walked over to him and I, you know, introduced myself yeah. and, you know, we, uh, connected real quick and I said, when are these, when they, when they going off? And he's like, I know he goes, I can tell you exactly when they gonna go. That's off, so convenient. Okay? Yeah. Like, what a per, good accent. I'm like, oh, he cried. Yeah. He was, he was straight out of Blonock. He was my guy. So he told me the yeah. time that it was supposed to happen as long as they didn't go into extra innings or whatever. And, um, pirates would be blown up by that. So, I, uh, so the way I lit Mike there was I had two puck lights on the stage that were remote control. Okay. So I can, I can light him. So yeah. I told him, you know, blue was going to be his five minute mark. Yeah. And then red was going to be a 10 second countdown to when the fireworks. Went. Oh, yeah. So, so my guys are right there. Yeah. I'm at the tech booth and he's right directly across from me and he's just looking at me. Yeah. And, and he just goes, uh, <laughs> he's counted down to yeah, me. Yeah. And I give it to Mike and then Mike says, you know, thank yeah. you, Pittsburgh. Have a good night. And we have these amazing and then my staff that were there with me that night were all lined up in the one corner and just all start taking pictures. Yeah. And we have the most amazing picture of Ed Bailey. Okay, yeah, yeah. He was the host that night. Yeah. So he came back up on stage. Yeah. And they were still, obviously, they were still going off. Yeah. And I have this picture that I have is like, it's unbelievable. I'll send it to you. Yeah, it, please it, do. It, it's it's one of those that would be amazing moments. Incredible for Ed to have that. He does. Yeah. 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 I sent it to him. I sent yeah. it to him. It's, we, we're definitely trying to figure out a place for it in the theater and have it blown up. Yeah. You know, um, it, as long as it doesn't get too, you know, grainy and things, but it's, yeah. uh, it's going to be a great shot. That's man. awesome. Yeah, and that's, that's so cool with the timing and yeah, everything. It out perfect. Like since us doing this show, just to figure out things, just right. Working the right way. 
Right. Like just having things work the right way. I couldn't get do it again. Very like, excited. Like if I wanted right. to plan yeah. it, yeah. If I wanted it to plan never it, work right. out in a million no. years. But it's never. That, all the dominoes falling, and that was and our it's last. Perfect. And that was our last outdoor show. That's perfect. And then we went, and the next weekend we opened back up inside. Oh, and on wow. a high note, yeah. And on yeah. a high note, yeah, it was pretty amazing. Oh, Always that's incredible. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Chase, do you have any questions for Jason before we got into uh, some of the other? Random question. Uh, no, you guys kind of you, you kind of <laughs> covered it all. Okay. Um, we're looking at like uh, you know like ten minutes. Or oh so. yeah, ten, we're good. We we got. I think we're good. We just have the the movie question that we always oh, yeah. ask everybody. I about figured we'd roll their right least favorite that. movie character was. Now we had Terry Jones in last week yeah. with some uh, controversial. Oh, with, 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 well, yeah, listen, <laughs> I, 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 I did. I did listen. Okay, <laughs> I listened. And 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 before we get into the movie thing, I just want a couple minutes. There was yeah, there was there was there was some things you know <laughs> that I wanted like sort of talk through with with what Terry had said, and, yeah. and he, he touched on some points in the world of comedy yeah. about the. Um, about some of the negative nature of it, yeah, and 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 told some stories that I knew, yeah, and can fill in the names, yeah, <laughs> and knew those stories because I've been around during those times, um, and 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 I know that Terry addressed it where he said, um, you know, but this is a great thing to do, yeah, yeah but because he real we realized that with the picture that was be painted, yeah, 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 is that 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 those things are like very prevalent, yeah, um, you know, the Pittsburgh comedy scene has evolved so much since yeah. those times but the still the still standard to what terry is saying just comes down to any new comic anybody that's newer getting into comedy understand you have to keep your grass cut low yeah because you got to keep an eye out for the snakes in anything that you're doing yeah okay um it all comes down to who you are willing to work with and who you are going to circle yourself with. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of comics in this scene that will do anything to help another comic. Yeah. They're there. It's grown. It is in a much better place. It is a healthier comedy scene than it was eight years ago, six years ago, right? even four years ago. So, okay. so it, it is about understanding that, 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 that does exist. And especially outside of what I would call my arcade bubble. Uh-huh. I know this. Yeah. Um, and I know, especially once you get outside of Pittsburgh, um, if a booker's asking you to do things or do shows for free because yeah. of whatever, I believe you're getting paid for your art. So, um, I would probably not work with them. So, yeah. so that was the thing. I just want to quickly, you said Terry Jones and I was like, listen to the podcast last <laughs> week and I could feel what he was, I could feel what he was saying and I could feel what his intent was. And I also know where he was like, but this is a pretty damn yeah, cool yeah. thing. So yeah. I don't want to chase anyone away from it, but it's just like anything in life. You have to keep your head on a swivel and know who you're willing to hitch your ride to. Correct. Yeah. It seems like uh, from interviewing comedians over the last, you know, a couple months or whatever, mm-hmm. It is a common a common thing where it's like watch out, but I'm not telling you not to do it because I love it, yeah. you know. So it is like I I think when people do say that, I know that we take it like it's like anything. Like yes. if you're in music, if you're in yeah. if you're just doing whatever, yeah. you know, whatever it is, you have to watch out. You know, just yeah. your friends around you. Yeah. But for stuff like that, um, well, we love have the comedians and we we like to do some more stuff with it. Yeah, and yeah, we're excited for it. We're excited to see where everything goes. Yeah, great. We like seeing all the all the people. We've had plenty of people on that we've seen on your shows and they're all doing well and we wish them continued success. Yeah. And everybody that comes on here, they yeah, they've been yeah. awesome. You're going to love Brittany. Oh, we're excited for her. We have her uh, we have Don Arner coming on next month. Don, I'm excited yeah. for Don. Yeah, that should be a fun time. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited for him. I don't know if I have any other comedians booked right now. I've been talking to a few, there's but some, I don't want to. 
There's there's a lot of great ones. Yeah, on. we, we have one right now. We have we have a comic right now. Her name's Dominique, and she's uh, she's about to do her. She just finished up her uh, her recent her stand up class and thir- this Thursday night she has the day of their stand up show, and I sat in on one of Suzanne's classes the one night, mm-hmm. and when Dominique hit the stage. I immediately was like, oh, shit. Yeah, it was she, something different. She owned that stage, yeah. and it was four weeks into this comedy class. Like, it blew my mind. I was like, oh, here comes the next star. Let me ask you this as far as that goes. Do you see new comics struggling more with the writing or with being comfortable on stage, like, performing it? Um, it, I think it always comes down to the writing. I, okay. I, I think that most... I think most folks, most people that get into comedy kind of have that, they, they want to be on stage, you know, so they, they sort of always maybe pictured themselves on stage. Mm -hmm. So even if they've never done it before, that they can sort of fake their way through that. Yeah. But you can't fake writing. Yeah. You can't, other than just straight up taking people's The content's there or it's not. Yeah. Yeah, That's that. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let me ask you the movie question then. Okay. And then we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up. Okay. So we ask everybody who comes in, like we asked Terry last week yeah. and everybody before that, who their least favorite movie character is. Cheech is known to hate Rose from the Titanic. Right. Well, I'm not Rose. a fan of Jenny. I don't like, there's a lot of people, like Donner from the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he's just not a good, he like makes Rudolph hide his nose <laughs> and doesn't, you know. Right, and right. then all of a sudden at the end, he's like, oh, you know. That's your guy. You're yeah. Gonna, you don't like You know, guy. Donner. No, for, no yeah, Donner. Donner's no right good. On. No, but like uh, uh, do you have, a, do you have yeah. an answer for us? Daniel LaRusso. Oh yeah, I, 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 I <laughs> thought I, about it. I, I, yeah. I, I, no I, hesitation. No, I mean it's been since I seen Karate Kid in the yeah. theater when it was released. Yeah, right on. And and halfway through the movie, I I remember yeah. I was with my my brother's five years older than me when he dumps the hose on Johnny and those guys yeah. uh, smoking weed, and, and I was in fourth grade. Yeah, and um and I knew what was happening. Yeah, and I turned to my brother and I'm like. This Daniel's the problem. Yeah. Like, he, like I was in fourth grade. I'm like, this Daniel. He's so, a buzzkill, yeah, man. So the whole time I was very much like, Johnny, this this guy is yeah. okay. Like he's and now now seeing it played out through, and I've talked about that for since then. I yeah. always talk about it. And then we've seen like Ralph Macchio was on you know on every cover of Tiger Beat, as a kid, yeah. and all the girls in school loved Ralph Macchio. Yeah. And I was just like, um, and I think that I think the Johnny guy's better looking. I'm like, yeah. I don't know, but but yeah, I always had I always found that it was crazy to me that he was made out to be some hero, and he yeah. was he was it was and and now they're seeing it in Cobra Kai. They put it to play. So I was just gonna ask you if you if you oh, broke it into Cobra Kai. God, I love Cobra Kai. Uh, that's what I've I've had people at work tell me that I need to watch it. Yeah, you've so, seen Karate Kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Beyond I'll, I'll, one and two, and then you're good. After that, I don't play around. Okay, anymore. no, I haven't I watched se- them all. But, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, one and two, and then and then start Cobra Kai. Oh, don't okay. start Cobra Kai until you watch <laughs> oh, okay. Karate Kid. You've not seen Karate Kid? No, I've seen I've oh. seen the the first one. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I would definitely get into two because as you get deeper into Cobra <laughs> yeah. Kai, they're pulling characters from the. That is the answer I need because yeah. if I watch something, I'm the guy that like if I watched miss the first thirty seconds, I'm yeah. not going to watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. And even if it's just like the docks at night, yeah. if I don't see it, I don't know the mood. I don't want to watch right, it. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, that's that's a good. We, geez, we need a to make a answer. full list for the oh, end of the year. Our end of the year episode. Is, 
is yeah. coming up in I think a month. Well, we, actually, not even a couple. We weeks. We need to take everybody's. We're gonna do a power, yeah. and then we need to rank them worst. Then put, best, yeah, then do a March Madness way. poll. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my God! Like, yes. yes, thank you. Yes. Like we make yeah, a bracket, do, do a bracket, or something. do a tournament, like, man. You'll get so yeah. many clicks on your yeah, site. That's what that I'm is saying. such yeah. a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Get your interaction we'll through, game we'll up. We got to go through. I bet you we have twenty four. We we probably won't have. Or no, we need thirty-two. Yeah, get your, get your, I mean, we have get your social media like, interaction. I feel like there's yeah. a bunch of people that have given us like multiple character answers. Yeah, we'll me go being back. one of them back, yeah. like way back when. So like, yeah, we can. Yeah, pull I'm not them a big all. movie. We'll I'm not a big movie. How person. do you feel as far right. as? Have you seen the Indiana Jones movies? No. Oh, okay. Never <laughs> I'm the worst. Honest, honest. Listen, man. You had Daniel Larusso right there, so I thought you might. I, no, yeah, I. That, that I would have made sense. No, I am. You could start naming movies and the like popular movies. We could yeah. play that game, um, <laughs> and like tell you like. Yeah, like movies people say, oh my God, you haven't seen Die Hard? I'm yeah. like, no, I haven't. I haven't seen Die Hard until a couple months yeah. ago for Christmas, right. and then that was- But I, I, have, I have quite a few friends that are like major movie fans. Like, yeah. Like, I miss references all the time. <laughs> oh. I'm like, God damn. We need to talk about Sling Blade next week. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's a hell of a movie. I love Sling Blade. Yeah. John Ritter was great in that, I Billy Bob Thorne, everybody in that. What's his no name? Uh, everybody oh. was doing that act. That Billy, oh. Billy Thorne. Oh, what's the guy? Really, he's the like, country he's the, singer, or he was like uh-huh. the the guy that he was probably the antagonist in it. What the uh, dad? Yeah, or, like or no, this, like the the, the, the boyfriend. They're like or yeah, the boyfriend. Some, yeah, oh, was it he, was a, he was a real fucking remember. dick. He was a real dick. Uh, we didn't like but him. he was. I think he's a country singer. Okay, yes. I, didn't, I didn't know that. You're, yeah. you're canceling two things off from me. First of all, second you have a computer. You're the producer. Look it up, man. What Sling Blade? Look up the guy. We're on a on a close crunch. Okay, yeah. You just have to have IMBD pulled up. Yeah, all every episode because you're talking movies. By the time of the end, yeah. By the time Guarantee's gonna come up and like, who was the voice of Mustafa? I don't know. Cheech knows. Oh, Terry, let us know all about James Earl Jones. Every part of Oh, yeah. yeah, I've never yeah. seen the movie. Oh, well, oh my God. Well, now you have a little yeah. one in the family. Well, and again. that's the thing. Everyone's just like, you had kids. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I know. I don't. I, I didn't watch the murdering I, line. I know that my, my, my father-in-law, <laughs> he uh, he was big on, you know, they seen every Disney yeah, yeah. movie at Paps. You know what yeah. I mean? So by the time I got it, I was like, uh, I don't need yeah. to watch Bambi's yeah. you know, person get killed or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Um, Jason, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up here. Yeah. I think so. But thank you so much for for coming in. Right on. Um, anybody that wants to find any of the arcade information, where can they find it? Yeah. Uh, just the arcade comedy website. Yeah, arcadecomedytheater.com. Um, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Um, the you know that's the best way to get the most up to date what's happening, what's going on, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, um, everything's there. Classes are on sale, so there's a few slots. Only a few slots left. If someone wanted to jump in, yeah. stand up, sold out. So I'm going to talk to you about those classes. I think as soon as we're done with this, yeah, absolutely. But uh, uh, we'll, we'll put all your information in the info. Yeah. Uh, th- anybody listening, thank you for listening. Yeah, Definitely click through for the arcade right stuff. Uh, go to stuff to do in Pittsburgh. Uh, we'll put the beards of the week on there. They both got ranked as a what, Cheech? Uh, which one? Uh, shut the front shut door. Shut the front door. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. On the yeah. Guy Fieri uh, power ranking. So, um, <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very thanks much. For coming yeah, on, thanks, for spotlight, thanks for spotlighting yeah. comedy, man. Absolutely. It's, oh, it's, we it's love it, thing. and I'd like to get more involved in it. So, right we're going to try to do that. But thank you very much. Definitely go through there, look at Arcade. They have plenty of good shows, all the classes. So, uh, Cheech, let's wrap it up. Thank you very right much, on. sir. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you, Cheech.
Right on. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We hope you had a good time. If you did, be sure to subscribe to the show to catch the latest episodes and share with your friends. We can't promise not to embarrass you. And if you just can't get enough, follow us on Instagram at Poor Man's Podcast 412, Twitter at Poor Man's Pod 412, and Facebook. This is Pittsburgh's own Poor Man's Podcast signing off. See you next week.